then, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for... Ejets of the World! With you, Glenn Wall. And you, Andrew Maxwell. So, what have we got lined up this week, Andrew? Well, we're going to switch it up a little bit, Mr. Glenn. Because we're going to open with a story that is also a riddle. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. You have to work out what the story's about. Okay. I'm up for that. And uh, what else are we going to do? We're also going to be discussing the lifestyle of billionaires. Ooh, money, money, money. Uh, we've got a cult in Canada that's uh, upsetting the locals. Ooh. You don't upset a Canadian local. None of you know what's good for you. He's the only one in 800 miles. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend and my worst enemy and also my sister Jane. And also, Mr. Glenn, we will be discussing emotional support reptilians. Excellent. Finally, somebody's blown the lid off that. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. And to just give it an old shake up, the old format. Yeah. We're going to start with a new feature. Spice up the relationship. Mm-hmm. We're starting with, well, Mr. Glenn... What do you think this is all about? Okay. That's the name of the segment? Yeah. And it's if I can extrapolate what he's talking about using only three words. Yes. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Story number one from this week's Egypt's of the World. Okay. Your three words are real story, real story. Right. Your three words are stone man willy. Stone... <laughs> <laughs> look at him, look at him, look at him, he's already happy. Is it about um, a regional wrestling federation that has like a Stone Cold Steve Austin ripoff oh, and doesn't, doesn't want to pay the trademark? <laughs> Stone Man Willie, you've gone for, it was a regional wrestling franchise that didn't want to pay uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin his dues. Yeah, and I can see Stone Stone Man Willie in my head right now, and he's got the shaved head, but n- nothing else. He's really <laughs> he's let himself go, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a pretty good. I, this is a pretty good guess. Do you want to have any more guesses? Stone Man Willie. Stone um, Man Willie. Maybe that that uh, what do you call it? It's like a petroglyph, or uh, it's the one you can see from the air. The, the guy with the big dick. Um, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, you just like, talk about guys with big dicks and assume I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. So Stone Man Willie was, was a mummy. Is a mummified man who was a criminal from, from the 1870s. He was a criminal. He was a pickpocket in a small uh, Pennsylvania town called Reading. Right. And he died in their jail uh, from liver failure. Nobody came to collect him. So the local uh, undertakers took him and experimented on him with uh, new embalming fluids that made him tough as teak. He was originally Irish-American. He didn't look Irish-American after the process. But he has been on display in Reading, Pennsylvania for 130 years. Everybody in this town of 80-odd thousand people has seen uh, and had their picture taken with Stone Man Willie. Wow. Yeah. 
And they eventually they decided it was, you know, it's political correctness going mad, isn't it? It's it's the woke mob. Yeah, but they've decided they they were that's enough. The the man who owns them said he's been gawked at enough. Said Kyle Blankenbiller, he's the man who owns the actual Undertakers. So, so, so this is pure Simpsons. I swear to God, this is true. So to give him a a good send off, yeah, Mister Glenn. Uh, to, and to coincide with the 275th anniversary of the founding of Reading, Pennsylvania, they uh, they've decided they they were they buried him. But before they buried him, they had a parade and they put him in a motorcycle hearst, whatever the <laughs> hell that is, <laughs> motorcycle hearst, and paraded Stone Man Willie around the town. He's been gawked at enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just get them in the motorcycle purse yeah. and have a parade. Yeah, you know, little dignity for this guy. For this, for this guy. <laughs> His real name was James Murphy. For a hundred and thirty years, nobody bothered to find out who he actually was. Right. Yeah. But the whole town for generations, everybody's bringing been bringing their little kids to see Stone Man Willie. You know what I would have done? I. You know, because if there was a lineup, I would have pickpocketed the lineup. And then afterwards, yeah. people are like, hey, where's my what? Oh, the Ooh, curse of Stone Man Willie. You're going to have to cancel your cards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all fun and games, but you will actually have to uh, contact your bank. And get your cards cancelled. Very quickly. Very quickly. Stone Man Willie is back in the house. <laughs> Yeah, put him in a hearse and parade him around there, and that's enough. It's enough indignity. Yeah. Oh, all right, just one last one, little bit of indignity. Yeah. Let's have a parade for him. Yeah. Sunshine. Nothing else. Nothing else has really happened in Reading, Pennsylvania, except for a dead stiff for a hundred thirty years. Yeah. And I like that it became like a family sort of, you know. Yeah. Well, my everybody. grandfather took me and his grandfather mm-hmm. took him. Yeah. And he's kind of old school. When you actually see uh, Stone Man Willie, he, he looks like he's made a toffee apple. <laughs> he really he looks like a big taffy apple now. <laughs> I don't know what they bound him in. But he's literally the same uh, material as the ding, 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 toffee apple at a fairground. So you could have... They they could have just dressed him up as a garden gnome and put him on the mayor's lawn. Or they could have done. Something. Could have done. But it shows you there isn't a lot of uh, tertiary education anywhere near there. Because if there was a major university anywhere near there, you know it's... University of Pennsylvania pros for stealing Stone Man Willie. <laughs> Get a big game, man. Yeah, yeah. The dean wakes up. Okay, see, they've put him in my cl- closet again. Oh, oh, I see. Those I jokers see. from Beta Kappa Beta Pecker. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know. We don't have any of that. People, I don't think Americans know that Like the rest of the world doesn't have... What is known as the Greek system. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Greek way of, of men in matching knitwear spanking each other's bottoms in basements. Yeah, just, you know, to get in the club. Yeah. Once you're in, just, you know. Then you're the spanker, not the spanky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't always get spanked. Sometimes you get to spank guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then who's, then who's stupid? <laughs> you know, wear a robe. You got to spank another guy's bottom. Couple togas, get your... 
Get your genitalia air, airing it out. Come here. Just, just air it out. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't swing too much because that bat's going to hit you from the back. But one day you'll be a circuit court judge for it. Yeah, and then yeah, and all the other judges will have the same memory of you doing it so nobody says nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Stone Man Willie's in the corner, but he ain't saying nothing. Ah, he knows to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... He's still got hair and teeth and nails and... Oh, he's a mummy. Like, he's he's a fully a mummy. Like, What did they inject him with? They don't know. But the the uh, <laughs> the the Undertakers begged the town to let, let them keep him and have him not buried. They wanted to keep him um, as a... To see his rate of uh, decomposition. Wow. But I would say after 130 years, it's slow. Yeah. I mean, he's going to outlive you. If your plan is to watch the old man Willie for the rest of your life, <laughs> you need to find out what they put into him. Yeah. 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 I, I don't trust any of these, these undertakers. They're like, he can't leave our, he can't leave our possession. Mm. Yeah. You're not going to get the FBI involved, are you? Because uh, this isn't. This isn't a federal thing, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this stays strictly at the local courtroom, doesn't it? <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. There's Stone Man Willie. I thought you'd like that. I did. I did. Just gives you a little local flavour. I know you like a lo- little bit of local story. Yeah. Local news. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Now then, let us move on. To the world of billionaires. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. That's wonderful. Mick Jagger's made an appearance. Finally. I was trying to remember what Robin Leach sounded like. Well, it doesn't sound like Mick Jagger. The lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> I'm Robert Leach. Yeah, no, he sounded a bit Mick Jagger. A little bit, but not quite the same. Would have been definitely better if Mick had done it. Yeah. We want to know. I can't give away too many secrets. Keith will be furious. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the cricket like normal people. It would be terrible if Mick Jagger did it because people would be like, "This is this is my house." He's like, "Oh, it's not." Not that big, is it? It's only one of my houses. <laughs> I got five hundred children. <laughs> How does his sperm work? Like seriously. How is it not just like dust? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, what is he? What is he made of? I I think um back in uh Reading he was he was sharing a needle with Stone Jack Willie. <laughs> Stone Man Willie. Stone Man Willie. The last man to share yeah. a syringe with Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I'll go second this time. Oh, Stone Man Willie gets turned into a 130-year-old human toffee apple. Yeah. Mick Jagger's still out there. Come on, let's look at another album. This one's going to be gank, gank, get, get me up or anything, something like it. 
<laughs> yeah, or just something that's sort of going along with the, their advancing age. Who's that? Who's that knocking at my door at four in the afternoon? <laughs> I need my nap now. Not to remember. <laughs> yes, so this is the world of billionaires. Yes. The uh, world of billionaires. Speaking of old billionaires. Yes. Ooh. This is none other than Bernie Ecclestone. Yes. A man who is known uh, in the British media as the F1 Supremo. <laughs> I always think, like, Jesus, how good do you have to be at Apple shortcuts <laughs> if you get that title? <laughs> This guy's the F1 Supremo. Yeah, yeah. He just he can he's able to hold down the shift and just just Bang. it's an amazing shift over with his thumb. He can he can turn the illumination on a screen down or what a, the other thing. Yeah. Up. So Eccleston, he's ninety-two or something. Ninety-two he's, years he's, young. He's just been handed down a suspended prison sentence. <laughs> yeah. To 17 months for not paying something like a quarter of a billion in tax. And and lying directly about it. Oh, there was all sorts of chicanery. But yeah. I still don't quite understand what suspended prison sentencing's about. Like, right, you're going to prison for 17 months. If you're naughty. Yeah. Right? Like, either send him to prison or don't. But is the judge like, look, I don't want to screw this guy's life up. He's young. He's, you know, he's going to get into the system. And that's, I mean, prison is basically, you know, a university for crooks. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's give him a chance. He's 92. He's got his whole life ahead of him. He's got so much, so much life ahead of him. I don't want (laughs) to... He's gonna be a, cut him a little slack. He's gonna end up being a toffee apple inside in, in Monte Carlo. I'm just gonna have him in a box. <laughs> this thing in this story, though, the best bit, the really oh, so great. He, his wife, right, billionaire's wife. This, she has the best billionaire's wife name of all time. Her name is for. Best billionaire third wife, which is what she is. This is her genuine name, Fabiana Flossie. No. Yes. Best name ever. Yeah. Yeah. Did he just find her in the phone book? Like, uh, hello? Uh, he's, still <laughs> using, he's definitely still using the phone book. If you're, yeah. you're 92, dude. You're using the phone book. She's using the phone book at the dinner table just to reach. <laughs> Let me get off my uh, three phone books that I sit on so I can see all you people. And uh, I'm going to just keep perusing until I find someone who sounds like the third wife of a billionaire. Fabiana Flossi. (laughs) Juno, come on. (laughs) I have waited my whole life. Been manicured to perfection. Yeah. Yeah, and all he'd have to do is just call her up and say, I'm a 92-year-old billionaire. Yeah, I'll do it. Yes, right I am on the way. <laughs> Please, I will have the jewelry put onto me. I will be festooned. If you'd like me to be vajazzled from top to bottom, so that, so that I look like a dog shit that's been rolled in glitter. Just, that is the billionaire wife look. Yeah. Pretty, pretty blingy. Well, I felt such a great name, though, Fabiana Flossie. 
I felt for her though because I mean there was talk he was going to go to jail <gasps> and you have to think she was just crossing crossing every finger and every toe going oh my god I'm married to a 92 92 year old billionaire who's going to go to jail for like Oh my God! Like even I wasn't I wasn't in line for living in this hell for much longer anyway, and he's gonna be in jail for half. And then the judge is like, uh, "Well, we, we're not we're we're gonna suspend." No, 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 no! no, no, no. no. Come, come on! It's like house arrest. <laughs> Can you imagine if he got put in house arrest and he's he's she's just there and he's like, "Oh well, however will we pass the time?" Like Bond in the submarine with the Bond girl, like, and then she's just she's like the idea of him. There's just hell as he takes that Viagra that Putin gave him for Christmas, <laughs> and he starts dragging his old geriatric genitalia across the bed towards her, slithering. <laughs> Looks like two cancerous slugs racing an Ooh. old banana across the Serengeti. Crikey. <laughs> Wake up! Wake up! Fabiana! Now's the time! I don't know. I've never listened to Bernie Eccleston speak. But he looks like a man who speaks like this. Now it's just him, her, her being called from her wing of the mansion. Fabiana! He's got, he's got like one of those old school... Come in. <laughs> there he is in his fancy silk, silk pajamas. With his protrudence, his medically induced protrudence standing forth. Looking like an old lady's leg. <laughs> you know, when you see them, they're just out in the fucking supermarket. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some air on them. Oh. Dear God. But there he is. She opens the door to see the horrifying sight of there he is, ready for action, 92, in his, in his, in his racing car-shaped bed. Because he's not really able to feel anything underneath his pelvis. He's like, we're going to do this all night. We're going. It's going to feel like Le Mans. This isn't going to be one of those short races. We're going all night long, baby. It's going to feel like Steve McQueen's driving down there. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Paul Newman is going to feel like he's pumping my tires. <laughs> and she's just like, who are these people he's talking about? I I'm a 32-year-old <laughs> billionaire's <laughs> wife. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> We've only got 17 more months to go, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Fabiana Flossi yeah. such a great name yeah in the end she earned that billion dollars <laughs> every penny yeah the kids didn't even contest the will <laughs> every penny Neymar the Brazilian yeah. star yeah some some super fan of his has left him 
all his possessions in his will to Neymar. He said he didn't want the government to have any of his money. He's 30, by the way. Is he, has he died? I don't know. But he said he didn't want his relatives or the government having his money. So he was going to give it to the only person he thought deserved the money. Multi, multi-millionaire football <laughs> player, Neymar. And do we are we aware of how big this estate might be? Because it just sounds like Neymar, when that guy dies, will get... 24 Neymar jerseys and 13 mugs with his own face on them. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I could see the allure of having a mug with my face on it. Just, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, I didn't know it was your mug. It is my mug. Yes. And you're not supposed to use it. Yes. Glenn's mug is on yeah, Glenn's yeah. mug. Yeah, that's my mug twice. It works to two levels. So get out. Yeah. That's Spit what... the coffee back in. I'll drink it. I don't yeah, care. I don't care. But that's what Neymar has, is whenever he retires, he knows he's got that sweet, sweet, crazy fan money. Yeah, yeah, just uh, as long as another good thing's happened to Neymar. He's <laughs> had such a rough time of it. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That's the world of the rich. Yeah. That was a new segment called, What Are the Rich Doing? I bet you that's coming up again. They'll be at back. At some point. They'll be back. What else have you got to tell me, Mr. Glenn? Uh, in, what other stories are there? In Saskatchewan, Canada. Oh, yeah. what a province. Yeah. If you, speaking of uh, soccer pitches, <laughs> uh, Saskatchewan quite famously looks like a soccer pitch. It's, it's, what do you mean? It's incredibly flat and a rectangle. Right. Yeah. What the entire province is the entire it? province. You can look that up at home. It's not. It's not a perfect rectangle. I'd, if you want a trophy on this pitch, they would say, "Well, you didn't play on a proper one." But it's close enough, right? Well, there you go. Yeah. So what's happened in Saskatchewan? Um, there's a cult, uh, or it's one of these, um, you know, sovereign citizen movements. Oh, right. And they've uh, they they've they've been hustled out of a few towns. They're, now their leader is a woman named uh, Ro- Romana Didulo. That's another great name. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's of any origin. That sounds like like there's a code in there. Romana Didulo. <laughs> She's that, like literally a it character. It sounds like something the Muppets sang. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but it also sounds like like the female lead character in a romance novel yes and that is when yeah, the mystery of Romana de Dulor <laughs> the queen of Canada that's right that's she has they... pronounced herself the queen of this movement the queen of uh, the kingdom of Canada. And I just thought, you know, I, I don't know why you're so married to the old ways. <laughs> if you're the queen, call it the queendom. But uh, yeah. That's uh, right. But she's now the uh, queen of Canada. Yeah. Well, in her words, that's n- nothing official has been uh, <laughs> passed in Parliament. No, no coins have been struck for this lady. <laughs> Not yet. I mean, we've took uh, we took a few uh, uh, early sketches, just in case it's true. You know, oh, yeah, we yeah. haven't looked into it, but like it seems pretty, um, pretty unlikely. 
That was, who who would lie about a thing like that? Well, yeah, and I mean, we just well, the the real queen just died, so like so, she could be like the other one. We don't we haven't we don't really know how it works, but uh, we took her on her word for it for a bit, and then uh, Trevor started snooping on the internet there. Eh? Oh yeah, come to light, no, <laughs> no, not the I'm, queen. Romana is not the Queen of Canada. Yeah, we had a couple of uncomfortable uh, Tim Hortons meetings with her. Like, oh, what's going on, Romana? It's uh, kind of weird that you'd say you're the Queen and you're not the Queen. Yeah, like a lot of people believed you. And uh, we had the parade. I mean, you know, it's not easy to get like a corpse, you know, organized for the parade. Like, no, so. Oh, I mean, help yourself to more Timbits there. Don't, she has, don't her, her, her movement have taken over the town of Richmond. Yeah. It's called Rich, Richmond, Saskatchewan. They which, just spelled that wrong at some point. And they've, they've, just, they've just ran with it. They've, they've actually, it is, this is where it has started to get really edgy in the town between the cult people who've moved in. It's a village, basically. It's uh, in the Canadian press. It described this place is so isolated. It's called Richmond, Saskatchewan, dot, 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 65 kilometers northwest of Maple Creek. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like how fucking in the middle of nowhere do you have to be that you're 65 clicks beyond Maple Creek? Do you want to know how far away it is and how remote it is? I lived in Saskatchewan when I was a little boy, and I've never heard of Rich Mount or Maple Creek because mm-hmm. I was from the Big Smoke. I was out in Saskatoon, right, which is seventy-five clicks. Yeah, from, <laughs> from Maple Creek. Genuinely sounds like a made-up Canadian town as well. Like, I mean, kind of sound more Canadian yeah. than fucking Maple Creek. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I, 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 I'd never heard of, of either of them, but yeah, Maple Creek is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it wouldn't even get into a book like, uh, oh, we just need like a, like a town. Something. Well, like something. Anna Green Gables, where does she live? <laughs> she gotta live somewhere. How about Maple Creek? <laughs> oh, don't be an idiot, Dwayne. Gordo, that is so on the nose. Yeah, Jesus Christ. What do you think we're writing here? What do you think? Like, why, why don't we just call it Wayne Gretzkyville? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Like Bobby the Mountie Town. Yeah. Right? And Murray City. Yeah? You want to call it that? Anne Murray. Who the fuck's Anne, Anne Murray? Murray? You, yeah, all the Canadians just had a little... She sings Snowbird. Um, Spread your pretty wings and fly away. We're back again someday. Gotta play, fly away and fly away with you. You know, you'd know it. It's I, called Snowbird. It's a, I, it was like a hit in the 70s. Right. Anne Murray, a little Canadian. But um, there's so many more wonderful Canadian songstresses. Oh, there is. Could it, why does it have to be Anne Murray? Why couldn't it be uh, Nelly Furtado? Yeah, but I'm she... like a bird, I only fly away. It could be Carly Rae Jepsen uh, Incorporated. 
<laughs> what the hell are you saying? Carly Rae Jepsen. Here's my number. Call me, maybe. <clears throat> That's, yeah. That's another Canadian songstress? You you don't know who Carly Rae Jepsen is? No. Well, you don't live. You, your life is not worthy. What about the 90s um, Canadian songstress? Sir McLaughlin. No. Yes. The other one. <laughs> uh, Alanis Morissette. Not, no, not her. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of one. Constant Katie Lang. Katie Lang. That's a great song. You'll, you'll, that's constant gravy is one of those ones that will pop up in your, in yeah. your smooth FMs. I tell you what, out of all those ladies, there's only one I'd love to go to the movies with. <laughs> what? what? Alanis. When she go down on you in a theater. Remember what? Alanis Morissette? Alanis Morissette went down on somebody in a theater. Mate, have you not heard the song? I tuned it out. Wow. She seemed quite angry. She was. <laughs> but did she go down on somebody in the cinema? She did. She did. And do you she know who that down was? on David Coulier from Full House. Are you sure? If the rumours are... But he... Like, they were dating. I thought it was Dave Navarro. Well, no. You know Dave I Navarro? I don't know him, but I know of him. From legendary rock bands, the yeah. guitarist. He also has America's largest collection of... Uh, private collection of cuckoo clocks. <laughs> did you know that about Dave Navarro? <laughs> did you? I just had a vision of what happened in the theater if that, if that was <laughs> and the clock clocks the cock struck 12 <laughs> everybody else in the cinema I think Dave Navarro's orgasm again because <laughs> the barometer on that thing went right up Ear pressure around his genitals really changed. Two very... little wooden oompa pa German boys <laughs> came out and did a circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Yeah, it's true. Dave Navarro. Public sex, Dave Navarro. Uh, Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. We're working our way back. Oh, there's something here we were talking about, Canada. So the town... <laughs> Yes, the town of Richmond, Saskatchewan has been invaded by these uh, far-right conspiracy cults. QAnon, uh, the the queen of QAnon. Uh, Romana Didulu. Romana Didulu. This, this thing, they're saying that there's been death threats. They've been, all, yeah, they, they, they wanted to kill some of the public officials because they're, they're trying to get them out. That's right, they've threatened them. But it's obviously escalated to death threats. But originally, this is so this is so Canadian. This the originally what how it all kicked off between the townsfolk of Richmond, Saskatchewan, and the 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 Kingdom of yeah. Canada cult people coming in is in the high school of Richmond, Saskatchewan, on their this is genuine shoot on their like a big sign outside the high school. It just says Richmond School. With a U. <laughs> because so many people think it's Richmond. Yeah. Richmond School. With a U. And the U is, as in you, the person. So yeah. it's, a, it's a play on words there. Yeah, I get it. Yeah? I get it. 
And the cult people came along and defaced the only joke in the town. <laughs> that is the most Canadian thing of all time. That is real aggression. Eh? You know, that was, it took a while to work that one out. You know, because rich, everybody calls us Richmond, oh. but we're Richmond. Hey, you know Whether what? With a U. It's not, it's not the best uh, town name joke in Saskatchewan, but it's pretty good. You know what the best one is? Go on. Uh, there is a town in the middle of the prairies. It's called, uh, it, it's named after a Scottish one called uh, Bigger. It's called B-I, it goes B-I-G-G-A-R, and it's called Bigger. Bigger. So uh, right on the edge of town, they get a big sign, and, uh, you know, as you come into town, to welcome you into uh, where you're coming. Right. And it says, uh, New York is big, but this is bigger. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you get It's a real hoot. Every time you see it, you got to pull over, have a cup of coffee, get your picture by it. You know, like, you know, yeah, there's right. T-shirts available, all that yeah. kind of stuff. You get a hat, you, you keychain, anything you're looking for, they got it. They got one of them. Yeah. Cause you're it's, looking for uh, some uh, artillery shells. Oh, yeah, they'll scratch that in that's the side where, of that. If you, yeah, if you want, where, sure, why not? That's where they test them out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's where our... Wicks, whip smart humor comes from. That's right. Yeah, the concussed. <laughs> <laughs> so then, anyway, they got with this. Um, yeah, you're, you're right. The the, the protest, the, the town, because the 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 cult has been hustled on from another town very recently. Right. Where the the townspeople protested them, and they just and it's not like you say you like you 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 envision uh, when you say there's a cult, you know, you, there's a, there's a hundred, there's hundreds and thousands, and they're growing. It's, it's twelve people, it's yeah. twelve people, and uh, they they the last time they, they they got they got protested, and but there was one sign I saw of a a, a lady uh, who just looks like she being from Saskatchewan. Uh, as a child, this lady looks like everybody I've ever met in Saskatchewan has just formed into one person. And mm -hmm. It's just like Saskatchewan is just representing itself in human form, like Ooh. just g concentrating and then just appearing. Form to make a human. <laughs> <laughs> it's the science of it, basically. You know, when you get elastic band and then another one, the next thing you got a whole ball of elastic bands. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's happened. Only it's Saskatchewanites. Yeah, that's right. What are they called? Saskatchewan? Squatchy? Oh, yeah. Saskatchewaners? I don't know. I don't know, but we're all formed into the mega one. So, yeah, she's got this sign. Like, they're protesting outside of this disused school that they're all living in. And it she called... She called Romana Dedulo. Uh, I think it's like, hey, Romana Delusiono. <laughs> oh, roasted. You're, why do we just call you Little Miss Ch Chestnut? Because you just got roasted. Are you of Swedish descent? Because you've just been turned into a human s'more. <laughs> like and would that make you leave a town <laughs> like if you're looking through the you know you you want you, you you've had this this band of people you've you know you you you, 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 you take a lot of shots you, you know the, you're the 
They're a you're, cult leader. You're a cult leader. Yeah. So you're peeping through the the, the Venetian blinds. At the, well, what are they? What are they saying about me? What? Oh, oh, you got me right in the. Right. Or yeah. you can't come back from something like that. No, I, you just gotta leave town. Somebody puts a sign like that up. Good. Took my surname. Jiggered around with a yeah. little bit. Next thing, it's an insult. Yeah. To me. Exactly, and I'm expected me. to go down to uh, the uh, to to the Seven Eleven when people just know to call me that now. No, no, not happening. <laughs> I'm I'm moving to uh, Moose Jaw. <laughs> Moose. <laughs> the big smoke where no you you can fit in, you can hide. We're exactly where our twelve people will mix in with the other seventy eight people in the town. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, and I've we, been to Moose Jaw before. Uh, you, you might be. Uh, you, your queuing on theories may uh, may go down a treat. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What do they do in Moose Jaw? Why are they? Well, what they are live they... in a place called Moose Jaw, Andrew. What, <laughs> that what? doesn't bother them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the town was founded. Like uh, Big Gordo punched a moose and broke its jaw. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could have called it that or Gord's drinking problem, so we called it Moose Jaw just to sort of cover it up. Yeah, you know, uh, he's got a hell of a punch on him, so, I mean, if you can break a Moose's jaw, you'll break a, you know, an indiscreet uh, councilman's face. Oh, yeah, yeah. He will not discern between the two. <laughs> well, that's Canada. Canada, yeah. it's good to keep up with the... Um, the hijinks of Canadian politics. Ah, yeah, it was what? a real trip down memory lane. Now then, one more story, if you will. Have you yeah. got room for another one? Oh, I've always got room for one more, Andrew. Well then, let me take you to the world of emotional support alligators. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's a real world. Wow. A man, yes, a man last week. Maybe it's the missing piece. That's <laughs> all we needed. We just needed the reptiles to care about us. Yeah. This is That's the world started to heal. Oh. Make us feel better, alligators, and make it snappy. Ah. <laughs> he, the most, a man, a man was banned uh, from a Phillies baseball game. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Notoriously tough crowds, too. And famous for their alligators. <laughs> the, the wintry northeast of America, famous for its alligator country. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. This guy showed up at the stadium with his uh, emotional support alligator. <laughs> and would you believe it? Would you believe it in this world of cruel prejudice we live in? They didn't let him in with his alligator into a stadium full of sports. It's health and safety gone mad. Safety gone mad. Yeah. But he's apparently famous. Right? So what? It's it's an even stranger story. The guy who owns him, he was like, yeah, no, fair enough. Like, it's fine. But it turns out it wasn't just a lunatic showing up at a packed stadium with an alligator demanding to come in. The alligator, uh, whose name is Wally, 
Wally the alligator is actually a, a huge star on TikTok. And one of the players of of the Philadelphia Phillies, his wife is friends with the guy who owns the alligator. And the alligator was actually invited to meet the team before the game. That's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about like what a man or a woman needs to play elite baseball, but I think they need both their arms. Yeah, and the I, I think it's thing, a double arm gig, isn't it? Yeah, it's a two arm game. Uh, but the like, there's nothing that could go so right that it was worth the risk. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like we? I mean. Uh, yeah, like in the press conference, like, uh, so uh, is there any reason that for this losing skid? Well, I mean, we haven't been able to get an alligator loose in the dressing room. Uh, that... We have tried everything at this stage. We have prayed. We have stopped drinking. We even stopped chewing tobacco. Nothing. We cannot get out of this funk. There's only one thing left. Alligators. Release an alligator into the showers. Let's see whether Trent Oshendahl <laughs> plays anywhere near as well as he's meant to. What do you think of that? Gotta... For a made-up baseball name, Trent Oshendahl. I don't know if that's made up. <laughs> I think I'm remembering Trent Oshendahl yeah. from, from the 70s. It would have been for the Phillies, too, with the big sort of curly mustache. Yeah. His name, yeah, yeah, on his baseball card it said Trent, but everybody knew, knew him as his, as his nickname. Bush Hopper Russian doll. Bush Hopper. <laughs> Let me tell you, don't get in a car with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was in the 70s, too. Where they, they could keep, that's when they, back when they could keep a secret, yeah. and they still wouldn't. Yep, we called him Ted Kennedy in the team. <laughs> Lost a lot of chicks off bridges for that guy. Still our best never, ever player. Never involved a car, though. <laughs> yep, so they brought an alligator into it to solve the problems. Yeah. But he's apparently, he's a star. He's a famous. Doing much. He's, and I, I've seen a picture of him. Just miming to, the guy, the guy miming who, to Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see an alligator <laughs> mime to Taylor Swift. If I'd let him in the clubhouse if he could do that. <laughs> But he's this alligator is out. He takes the owner takes out for walks. It's a six foot, uh, six foot long, fifty five pound alligator that is on the same pink harness lead that my cockapoo uses. <laughs> Literally the exact same harness. Either you've got too much harness, or they don't have enough. That's. I'm I'm going with the six foot long alligator should have a bigger harness than can restrain a cockapoo. Yeah, yeah, or one of those like uh, one of those like leads that you know people you just hate to see them and they're like, you know, sometimes I want to have my dog on a twenty foot lead, sometimes I want to have him on a three foot lead. So I got this thing that just and it's like that's not. You have no control over that animal now. <laughs> there's yeah. a there's a series of buttons that you have to push. Yeah, little levers. And... Yeah, you, you know. You, you see you, you're not in control of this alligator. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy who owns it says he he doesn't go anywhere he's not invited. So that he's he's a by invite only alligator. Wow. 
which I think is pretty good alligator um, ownership. You're yeah. not just lo- you're not just going assuming people. You know, well, it's he's, yeah. it's not like the same shitty protocol that people at fucking house parties just assume you want them to get the guitar. Ah, yes. Yeah? Yes. Hey, would I be like to see my alligator? Like he's he's mourning yeah, people I, in advance. If you bring that guitar out, I'll bring my fucking alligator out. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> A perfect repost. Yeah. I don't need to hear your shitty version of Damien Rice's cannonball. I've got a fucking six foot alligator here. Yeah. Mr. Snappy's gonna fuck you up, Mr. Acoustic Man. Hmm. Do you know, I was at a, a party once uh, in Vancouver, uh, speaking of weird animals at a party, and uh, this guy had, he'd bought a potbelly pig, or what he thought was a potbelly pig. Right. And, you know, that was a big scam for a while. People are like, uh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a potbelly pig. It'll only grow to the size of a tiny pig. Yes. Now, give me $500, and I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yes. these pigs would grow to giant sizes because they were just regular pigs. They're pigs, yeah. They were normal pigs. Yeah, there's something wrong with my pot belly pig. Oh, well, you better take it down to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be 700 pounds. Oh, yeah, you got one of the big ones. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You got the happened. jumbo midget. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> what, what did you feed them? Pig food? Ah, yeah, you're supposed to feed them bonsai trees. Yeah, uh, see what it is there. You've got uh, a teacup uh, pig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought it would be quite small. No, no, it's the teacups from the fairground. <laughs> your, your pig fits in a, a fairground teacup. Did you feed this pig after midnight? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's voided. <laughs> You've got a giant potbelly pig now, and you've deserved it. Did you try and straighten his tail out mm. just once? Did you pull him by the tail? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> Sir, Sir Hamzalot. <laughs> so anyway, I'm at this party where uh, this guy's got a, a full-size potbelly pig. But uh, uh, because you're just not expecting to see a pig anywhere other than a farm... Um, and the pig was like it was totally domesticated, and and they are like dogs. Um, they're, they're really smart, but it was uh, it was sitting. We were sitting on the couch, and it was just lying uh, in front of us. And I I had been there for quite some time and speaking to people, and uh, I had just in my head said that that is uh, a coffee table. Because it just there wouldn't be a pig there, so I always had in my head that there was a coffee table in front of us, because you don't like pigs are fucking giant, they're they're really big things, and it was just sleeping in front of the fire, and then somebody referenced the pig, uh, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "That that pig there," and I I still only saw a coffee table even when I was looking at a pig. And then it sort of moved its head, and I was like, holy fuck, that is a pig. It feels like there's like an extra bit of your story missing. <laughs> 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 I, feel like, I mean, 
it's that's not how stories about pigs in houses usually go. People are usually like, wow, you got a pig in your house. Rather than seeing a coffee table. Yeah, well, it was a party. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there could have been a reason why uh, daddy's eyes weren't working so good. Uh, but I did, I did truly believe that the the pig was a coffee table, and it was only when I it, it had been, uh, you know, it, somebody referenced it, and I laughed um, nervously, but I still didn't know what they were talking about. Um, and it was only when the pig moved later that I realized that. Right. Oh. Oh, that's why he said the coffee table was a pig. Do you think maybe the pig was so smart it was trying not to move because it could see that it was sharing a room with a man who was out of his tits on ayahuasca? <laughs> that the pig didn't want to be sharing a living room with a man who was clearly tripping <laughs> off his balls. The pig didn't want to talk to me all night. Oh, pig, I've always wanted, <laughs> I've always wanted to talk to one of you guys. I want to know, like, well, I mean, we love it, but what did you think of Babe? Like papers, like like it was. Did you see that as like yes? Finally, somebody <laughs> sees us for who we are. Like is is Animal Farm like? Do you is that like negative? You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I allowed to talk about Animal Farm? Or are you like? Does my are, opinion even count? Am I? Yeah. Uh, I mean. And then, oink. <laughs> and then the pig does a big hoot of ayahuasca and just starts gabbering your ear off and you're just in the end you're like that'll do pig that'll do that'll, that'll do Percy <laughs> I I just I can't listen to you tell me about your feelings anymore pig <laughs> uh, yeah so what we're trying to say is we're not opposed to um, emotional support, unusual emotional support animals, or in fact, just unusual animals in your house, per se. Yeah. What we are saying is that the emotional support animals should be over here, and here through a wall known as another time and place should be hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah, don't mix them. Don't mix your alligator with your LSD. <laughs> Don't mix your crocodile with your DMT. You don't want a llama you with ayahuasca. You don't want no hurricane of fella from South America. <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's this week's bumper sticker. Yeah. Don't and mix that's... your alligators with your LSD. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Glenn. Yeah. Another another wonderful trip through the world of Egypt. Yeah, we had a good time. I had a good, good time. old day today. Yeah, a good old day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again on Egypt's of the World. Please follow us on all your social media platforms. No. And don't like please to do do and like and subscribe and yeah. interact with the algorithms in a favorable way if you would. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank Drench you so much. yourself in the algorithm. Thank you too. Uh, and oh, this has been a Pod People production. This has been a Pod People production. Mm-hmm.